This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Plated Earth, where we share at least a fraction of the crazy, wonderful, and insightful stories of produce. I'm your host, JJ. Plated Earth is also the official podcast of the Specialty Produce app. Please show your support for us and Specialty Produce by downloading the app and exploring one of the globe's most comprehensive fresh food databases. Now grab a snack and get ready for Food Fables. It was late at the original farmer's market in Los Angeles. The sun was setting over the corner of 3rd and Fairfax, and the shadow of the clock tower grew long before fading into dark. The farmers closed up their stands, market-goers made their way out, but with his eyes closed, Dimitri could still hear remnants of laughter and chatter and smell leftovers of the day's flavors. The senses forever savored in his memory as tangible as if they were etched onto the community tables, like initials on tree bark. As he stepped outside of the market, Dimitri wished upon the only star visible in the city sky for another year of growth in health and happiness, as he did every birthday. And not just for him, but for mankind and for his true love, this earth. He kissed the tips of his pointer and middle fingers, held them up to the sky, then squatted down and pressed them against the dirt of the small flower bed along the parking lot out back of the market. Thought you could sneak out, huh, Papa Earth? Dimitri smiled and dropped his chin to his chest, taking a moment before turning around and lifting his head to see a handful of farmers sitting along the curb, one farmer, the one who spoke, standing in front of them, arms outstretched like a showman with a bottle of tequila in one hand. He probably thought we forgot. Another farmer said as he stood up and took the tequila bottle, turning to one of the trucks that was parked closest to where they sat, the tailgate down, lined with small empty glasses. He filled and passed around the glasses to the rest of the farmers, who stood up as Dimitri approached. The first farmer turned and grabbed the final two glasses from the truck's tailgate, extending one to Dimitri, who accepted with a gracious bow. Extra añejo, just like you the farmer said with a wink as he held up his glass. Dimitri laughed as he raised his glass to cheers. Happy birthday, Papa Earth, the farmer said, as the rest of the group clinked glasses and took a sip. Thank you, my friends, Dimitri said, as many of them patted him on the shoulder. You don't look a day over 4.5 billion years old, Papa Earth, one farmer joked. I prefer to simply celebrate the anniversary of my first century, Dimitri winked in return. What was it like at the beginning? Another farmer joined in. Well, wouldn't you know it, the plant that gave us this sweet nectar, Dimitri raised his glass, was created quite early on, according to Aztec mythology. The farmers raised their glasses, cheering, hear, hear, taking another sip before finding a seat on the curb, ready to listen. The mage plant, the species we see growing along our streets and in our yards here in California, is nicknamed the century plant, thanks to rumors that it takes 100 years to bloom. Though often we see its striking flower stalks sprout upwards towards the sky in 20 to 30 years. Mage plant, century plant, 
by any name does taste as sweet. Perhaps a more familiar name for the plant in general is agave. The agave is a succulent desert plant native to Mexico and the southwest United States. It was an important food source for southwestern Indian tribes, including the Apache and Mojave, and nearly all of the northern and central Mexican tribes. Many worshipped the plant for its life-giving qualities. The versatile agave plant served many other practical purposes other than food. The agave sap and juice was used in medicine. Its tough leaves yielded fiber for clothing and ropes, and even pulp for paper. Its thin, spike-like tips at the top of its long, thick leaves could be used as needles, the fibers within the leaves as thread. These thorn tips, perfectly sharp and pointy, were even used for primitive tattoos, the leaves burned and ground into charcoal that could be used as ink. But perhaps the most culturally important use of the agave plant comes from the sap of the plant's heart, known in Aztec myth as agua miel, or honey water. This sap was historically fermented into an alcoholic beverage known as pulque, the predecessor of tequila and mezcal, which was originally a sacred drink associated with Mayawel, the ancient Aztec goddess of the mague or agave plant. For her, the plant was a symbol of longevity. In many drawings, Mayawel is depicted as sprouting from the center of an agave plant and feeding her many children with the honey water, thought to be her life-giving blood. Storytellers have shared the myths and legends of Mexico for centuries, and in many cases, there are multiple versions of a single tale, different takes on the story, which grows and molds, develops a complex soul of its own as it makes its own way through history. One such story graced my ears long ago, now gracing my lips, which surely impart their own flavor on the words, perhaps with a tinge of tequila. Dimitri winked as he took another sip and pulled his handkerchief from his shirt pocket beneath his suspender strap. As always, with a wipe of his napkin across his lips, like a curtain unveiling the opening act, Dimitri began his story. Dimitri spoke. A long, long time ago, at the beginning of the world, there was an evil goddess in the sky called Zitzimidl. She devoured the sun and all its light and kept the earth cloaked in darkness, forcing the natives of the land to make sacrifices in order to give them just a little light. One day, Quetzalcoatl, the feathered serpent, the god of the earth and giver of life, grew tired of the abuse and decided to put an end to the injustice. And so he rose into the sky to face Zitzimidl. He searched and searched, but did not find the evil goddess. Instead, he found her granddaughter, Mayawel, who was being held against her will. Mayawel, the goddess of fertility, was beautiful, and Quetzalcoatl fell instantly in love with her. Instead of hunting down the evil goddess, he freed Mayawel and brought her down to earth to live with him. But when the evil goddess found out, she went mad with rage. She set out to find them, scouring the earth everywhere for the pair. The lovers were forced to hide and scurry from place to place, keeping just one step ahead of the evil goddess, who was relentless in her pursuit. Desperate, the two lovers turned themselves into trees, thinking that Zitzimidl would not be able to find them. 
They dreamt that when the wind blew, it would brush their branches and caress their leaves against one another, allowing them, in some way, to stay together forever. Alas, the stars in the night sky saw what the lovers had done and revealed their plan to the evil goddess in the sky. Zitsumito cast a powerful bolt of lightning that struck Mayawel, breaking her branches, her soul inside the tree, into pieces. Heartbroken, Quetzalcoatl buried the remaining branches of his beloved, drenching the ground in his tears. After saying his final goodbye, he filled with anger and ascended into the sky to battle the evil goddess. With the fury in his soul, Quetzalcoatl killed Zitsumito, ending her reign of darkness over the earth, and returned light to the world. But in the light, all Quetzalcoatl could see was that his love was gone. Every night, he would go to her grave and weep for her loss. The other gods saw the depth of his grief, and they sought to comfort him. With the help of Quetzalcoatl's tears, a marvelous plant grew from the place where Mayawel was buried. The plant was called agave, and the gods gave the sweet nectar of the plant special properties to produce an elixir that would comfort Quetzalcoatl's soul. For thousands of years, the natural fermenting nectar of the agave has been used in ceremonies of religious and cultural significance. Quetzalcoatl shared the plant and his drink with man, who would christen it tequila, to this day used to comfort the soul of those who have lost someone dear to their hearts. The End Well, folks, that concludes this week's episode. Tune in next time for the latest food buzz. And remember, cauliflower is nothing but a cabbage with a college education. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>